Hi, I'm Eric, also known as v 47 from the Ranger Command Power Hour and the Starfleet Escape Podcast. You're listening to another great Four-Eyed Radio product. For more shows, check out foureyedradio.com. It's Morphin Time! Today on Ranger Command Power Hour. Boop-a-boop. Skilly-bop-up, wow. Come on, AP, got a show to record. Yeah, where are you? She agreed to the time. I'm just checking Josh's page because he always posts the good <laughs> Hey, man, let me get some of that good <laughs> I didn't mean to sound like that. <laughs> oh, yeah, the, oh, it's the good uh, It's been a month. Or two. <laughs> <It's been> a year. <laughs> Uh, yeah, pretty much. And now, on Ranger Command Power Hour. ay 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 It's the Ranger Command Power Hour! Today on the Power Hour, episode 171, Ranger's Blue Wave. Or should we be like, Final Wave! <laughs> Recorded on November 18th, 2020. Welcome to the Ranger Command Power Hour on the Four-Eyed Radio Network. It's time to ranger up with your hosts. I'm Eric, also known as TrekkieB47. I'm AP, also known as Secret Ranger Van. And I'm Zach, also known as Hollywood. This episode is brought to you by our patrons on Patreon. Go to patreon.com slash rangercommandph to learn more about supporting Ranger Command Power Hour. Thanks to our $5 and above patrons, Chris P, Steve F, Doug F, AJW, Tyler W, Tyler B, Tyler D, Eric D, Jacob P, Steve M, Liz M, Craig M, Callum M, Mason M, Hassan A, Bo H, Raheem Y, Derek G, and Teresa B for supporting us this month. Too many Tylers. <laughs> Tylers and the M last names. It's like a song at this point. That's what it it's, is. You know what it is? It's it's an embarrassment of riches is what it is. We have so many amazing patrons and, and listeners, yeah. and we thank them all so, so very much for their support. Yes. Yeah, and every time, you know, every time we put out a Ranger Nation Answers, even if it's like less than a day until we record, we just get a ton of really great responses. So we really appreciate all of our listeners, all of our followers on social media, everyone who interacts with us. So really appreciate it. Would appreciate if more of you reviewed us on iTunes or wherever you listen, that that would help us. But enough of that. Lots of stuff has happened since we released our last episode. Uh, Our last episode was an interview with Ryan Parrott for both Mighty Morphin 1 and Power Rangers 1, and we actually recorded that the day before the election. (laughs) (laughs) And over the past two weeks, it's been a complete whirlwind of news and activity and just a whole bunch of stuff in the Power Rangers universe and in our world and we're naming this episode rangers blue wave because our main topic later on after the news we are going to talk about just blue rangers because this episode idea was from one of our patrons uh, steve martinez and also longtime listener and supporter of the show like from the very beginning so he said with the news today this was the result of the election when biden was announced as our president elect that last saturday or whatever it was the seventh mm-hmm. right 
Yeah, it was yeah. seventh. Yeah, yeah. Time has no meaning anymore. No, no, no. Time <laughs> has lost all meaning. Days don't matter. Uh, you can eat eggs for breakfast. You can eat pancakes for dinner. It doesn't matter. I, you I always eat, eat eggs, eggs for breakfast. breakfast. Yeah. yeah. What? <laughs> what am I? I'm trying to say. Uh, see, my, this is how messed up my brain is. It's just yeah. mush. I, I'm mixing my metaphors. You can eat steak for breakfast if yeah. if you want. Oh, that sounds amazing. Actually, it does really. Oh, but you know what? <laughs> breakfast steak is a thing. Like people do. It, have it steak is. And yeah. You can have spaghetti for breakfast. Just go nuts. There you go. There you go. Anyways, uh, Steve Martinez, he said, with the news today, can I suggest a future episode of top five or ten Blue Rangers and Blue Ranger focus episodes? And we're not going to really do a top ten. We're just going to talk about our favorites. We asked our listeners their favorite Blue Ranger character or focus episode, and we got a lot of responses from that, a wide range of Blue Rangers. And look, it's no secret. We're pretty much all liberal Democrats here. That's blue. There's Mm -hmm. we're calling it a blue wave because, hey, it's a blue wave. If you're a listener and you don't like the politics, I don't know why, why you're even listening. I think we've made our views pretty clear over the past seven years. And I know we don't get that much political on the show, but I will say one of our top listen to episodes uh this year or the top listen to episode this year was when i had a conversation with members of the fandom uh it was our black lives matter episode and so very much important very much listened to so we're gonna do us and i'm glad that we're having a change in this country hopefully that we can move to a brighter future and so why not celebrate that symbolically with the color with blue rangers and we're just going to talk about it yeah i'm rambling but uh let's actually get into the news the day we record this november 18th boom studios actually announced the 2020 super rare convention power rangers variants for the first time it's no secret that COVID 19 has pretty much shut down conventions this year and boom studios had a lot of things planned if you're on the power ranger discord you might know that jose who works for boom studios he's a member of that community and he's teased some images and he's teased some things before like yeah a lot of convention plans went by the wayside but we're trying to make it up for people so boom actually did an official press release that it would be making available for the first time some of the most rare convention variants in the company's history originally scheduled for release in 2020 as part of key convention stops around the united states These variant covers will now exclusively be available in extremely limited quantities through comic shop retailers on February 24th, 2021. And when we record this actually is new comic book day. And I was at my local comic shop before this news came out. And when this news did come out, I had to call him back (laughs) this afternoon and just give him a heads up. And my comic book guy said that actually the previews for February come out next week. So that's probably when he'll be able to order them. He's got a whole database like all comic shops do that they can look up new titles through Diamond Select and their different retail partners. And so I believe you can start asking your comic book shop next week, within the next week or so, 
about these exclusives, but we'll talk about them a little bit. Uh, we've got the press release on our site at rangercommand.com and AP and Zach, I don't know if you guys are looking at the link, but we'll kind of go through each of these. So the one I'm most excited for, it's actually Mighty Morphin Power Rangers number 45 showcase variant. And this was issue 45, I think was released at the start of, and I've got a big database of like all the issues. So, all right. So issue 45 actually came out last year. Exactly. November 27th. Mm. This variant has been in the works for a long time. Originally, this was supposed to be a WonderCon 2020 exclusive. Uh, it's by Felipe Massafera, limited to 300 quantities for 40 bucks. It features all four of the Omega Rangers and kind of like this awesome pose kind of jumping out into the frame. It looks really cool with an explosion behind them. Uh, I really like Felipe's artwork. Uh, he's always been a really great cover artist for the variant. So really cool image there. Yeah, I really like the, I guess, like the watercolor. Like, I don't know if it's the, the medium he works in is watercolor or if it's just made to look like watercolor. But it really looks nice. And I love the dynamic pose of the Omega Rangers. It's a gorgeous image. Next up is the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers Ninja Turtles limited edition soft cover. So there was actually a soft cover release, I think just a couple months ago. August 19th, there was a soft cover collection for the series. The hardcover black and white edition actually came out last week. And this is a limited edition soft cover. So it's got a different cover to it. And it's got the Power Rangers in their ninja outfits, as well as the Ninja Turtles in their Ranger outfits. And you've got Shredder in the Green Ranger powers. It's a really nice, unique cover. And this is only $20. Art by Dan Mora. That was originally scheduled to be at Comic-Con International 2020. And this is limited to 500 copies. This is a beautiful uh, cover as well. And yeah, I, I, I want to get this soft cover book. I'm going to be having to talk to my local retailer because <laughs> this is a good way to, to have these issues collected together. Yeah, it's a pretty great collection. Next up is the Power Rangers Ranger Slayer number one convention exclusive variant. This is $40, another Dan Mora cover, limited to 300 copies and this was originally set to debut as part of boom studios 2020 convention tour so part of them going to different conventions as a vendor and not tied down to an exclusive convention per se interesting to note uh, once this cover broke out today jason bischoff said and i remember this artwork and i forgot where it was from but jason actually commissioned the original art for this from Dan Mora to do in the style of one of the variants for uh, the Power Rangers 2017 annual. And that's got all of the Rangers together. We actually tweeted a comparison, but I guess Dan Mora actually reached out to him a few months back asking to repurpose his commission cover as this new variant for the convention. And Jason was like, hell yeah. It's just a great companion piece to the other variant cover. This features Draken, the Ranger Slayer, 
the yellow and black ranger sentries and the black dragon this completely mirrors the other comics so it's another amazing illustrated piece by dan mora he really is the king of power rangers art at this point i love this cover i never realized it was a commission originally but yeah i like the side views of everyone and just like the profiles it's so it's different and i like it yeah it's pretty dynamic and um if you look at our comparison shot it's like almost that exact same cover because the original cover was just the regular six power rangers with the green ranger and so for this cover it keeps their same position and poses but mixes it up a bit so like i said it's a great companion piece yeah i really also love like the detailed look you can get it like the um saber-toothed tiger sentry pistols with the dagger sticking down it looks really cool yeah that's probably the best side profile we have that weapon so hey prop makers just go nuts (laughs) i was just gonna say hey prop makers get on it (laughs) yeah exactly where's my my saber tooth tiger tiger sentry pistols yeah they look cool because it combines the daggers with the gun and Mm -hmm. it oh it's so bad Uh, (laughs) the sentries are great designs yeah and then the final variant cover is Power Rangers Draken New Dawn number one. This is a convention exclusive wraparound variant. And this one will set you back 50 bucks. It's by uh, Juan Gideon, limited to 250 copies. And this was also set to debut as part of Boom Studios 2020 convention tour. So another great painted piece. I like the close-up and side profiles of the original Yellow and Black Rangers to signify Coinless, Trini, and Zack in the future. So, really awesome image. And then, just one last thing to note about these. They also have limited quantities of previously released convention-exclusive variants while supplies last. So, I actually have both of these. The first one is GoGo Power Rangers Forever Rangers 1. This was the San Diego Comic-Con 2020 convention variant. Art by Evan Clagle for 20 bucks, limited to 500 And again, that was Comic-Con 2019. Super amazing sketch image of the original team with the Megazord in the background, and they're kind of all looking up. It's a gorgeous, gorgeous piece of artwork. It really is. I love the like brushstroke effect going on uh, in mm-hmm. the background. And yeah, this is just another piece that is just beautiful to look at. And what I like about all these comic covers is, and I've seen other people do it, you can use these as your phone background. Like, just download them and use them as your phone background. (laughs) And then the final cover that they have limited quantities of was GoGo Power Rangers 18. This was just their general convention exclusive variant. Cover art by Joanna LaFuente for $20. And this features Alpha One from the GoGo Power Rangers arc with Alpha One. And it kind of matches up all of Joanna's other uh, amazing covers that she did with like the Color Ranger covers, the All Mm. Ranger covers. All of these are available. Just ask your comic book shop. They will go on sale or they will actually be officially released on February 24th, 2021. Keep an eye out. These are very limited quantities. I don't think they're going to sell maybe one or two per store. So definitely check those out if you can get your hands on them. The price is only going to go up and that's unfortunate for a lot of these uh, 
a lot of these covers. That's why I'm kind of getting out of the variant collecting game. But enough about comics. Well, not really, because there's a different kind of comic thing. (laughs) That was a terrible segue. But Seven Seas, they are a manga publisher. They announced last week that they are actually bringing Super Sentai, Himutsu Sentai, Go Ranger, the classic manga collection hardcover book. This will go on sale April 20th, 2021. It's on Amazon. We'll provide a link that goes to our uh, Amazon affiliate. Hey, we've got one of those now. So Shotaro Ishinomori's classic manga that helped inspire decades of Super Sentai adventures and later gave rise to the Power Rangers is in English for the first time. So an evil secret society called the Black Cross Army threatens world peace and only elite task force known as Earth Guard League or Eagle can stop them. After the Black Cross Army destroys Eagle's headquarters across Japan, only five young recruits survive. Hiding in a secret underground base, they are given enhanced battle suits that empower them with superhuman abilities, transforming the use into the unstoppable squad to combat evil. Tied to the first Japanese Super Sentai Tokusatsu TV series ever made, this genre-defining work laid the groundwork for decades of such adventures, including the wildly popular Power Rangers franchise in North America. Read Shotaro Ishinomori's original manga adaption, Himutsu Sentai Go Ranger, in this beautiful hardcover collection, which includes an exclusive bonus, a 30-page overview of the franchise's origins by tokusatsu historian August Ragone. Man. That's super cool. This is amazing. And I really wanted to note that if you look at the cover for this image, they replicate what was on the Shout Factory DVDs, which like before Power Rangers, there was Super Sentai. And it's Mm -hmm. that same generic Super Sentai logo. And since this is like from a different company, not related to Shout Factory, I'm wondering if this is just the general branding that they're kind of sticking with. That tagline, before Power Rangers, there was Super Sentai. It's catchy. I think it worked on all the DVDs that Shout Factory made. Then Mm -hmm. I hope hope they continue at some point. (laughs) (laughs) But the first manga that inspired this all, I'm super excited to read this. Yeah, when I first saw the art for the cover pop up on the Twitter timeline, I was like, are they doing an alternate cover for the Shout Factory DVD? What's going on? And I realized, no, at the bottom it says it's it's a manga, and I read more into it. And I was like, oh, they're doing a manga collection in English for Himitsu Sentai Go Ranger. I was like, oh, that's awesome. Yeah, and I'm really glad that they're making a manga like this available because I don't read Japanese. I've always wanted to see the roots of Super Sentai and Power Rangers, and this is this is really it. This is like a piece of history, and so to have that brought over here is really cool. So I'm I'm really looking forward to this. It's only 25 bucks for a hardcover, which I don't know how large the manga is. Let's see what it says. Oh, wow. This is 352 pages. Yeah, this is a big book. A big book for 25 bucks for a manga hardcover? Yeah. That's that's a a, pretty good deal. That's a steal. Yeah, it's definitely worth picking up if you're even the slightest bit of a Super Sentai fan. Yeah, absolutely. So I've got that on (laughs) pre-order. All right, last bit of comic news, I swear. Last week, Power Rangers 1 released 
You can check out our interview with Ryan Parrott for both number ones. Again, thank you to Boom Studios and thanks to Ryan for taking the time to be on the show. I don't think we're going to do interviews like that for every single issue. I'll leave that to the guys at Ranger Danger with the Boom Room. They do a fantastic job, but uh, we'll definitely have Ryan on in the future when uh, Boom Studios offers those kinds of opportunities to us, uh, maybe for some big milestone issues and Who knows, I might just hit him up to do like a spot check in a few months. But really gracious with his time. It was a great interview and really loved chatting with him. But this week, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers Volume 13 released. And that collected issues, I believe it was 47 through 50. So the end of Necessary Evil. And I'm pretty sure the next volume will just be those uh, five issues before the launch of Mighty Morphin and Power Rangers. And then for just kind of like a lightning collection update, apparently the Spectrum series uh, exclusive boxes are out in Target. Uh, Your mileage may vary. I would just be on the lookout for those. And then I guess the monster packs and the monsters, King Sphinx and Pumpkin Ramper, as well as the two packs like Sky and A-Squad Blue, and then Astronema and Andros two-pack. Apparently, they're out, and people are getting charged uh, for their orders on Big Bad Toy Store, so those are shipping. I pre-ordered all this through Hasbro Pulse, so who knows when the hell I'll get it. Um, (laughs) I, I do know that the newest wave for Power Rangers is out because Teresa found Dino Charge Red... Dino Charge... Dino Thunder Red Connor for me in Walmart. So I canceled that figure from my Hasbro Pulse pre-order, but she didn't find any of the other figures. So they're out. Everything's out early. Go. The hunt is on. Find your toys. (laughs) I've been meaning to to take a look at my local target for a while now to see if there's anything good to be had. Because I am... Because yeah. as there was Lightning Collection, but I'm still also missing uh, a few of the Plasma series Ghostbusters mm. figures that, that uh, Hasbro is doing. So I'm always trying to keep an eye out for those as well. AP, you collecting any of these or on the lookout for any, any one of them? Sorry, I got lost for a little bit. And It's all right. I know comics glaze over. That's fine. <laughs> oh, no. No, I'm so far behind on that. It's yeah. just... Uh, i i admire them though i do look at like all the different covers that are coming out and i try to i guess you could say keep somewhat up to date with what's happening in the story just because everybody seems to talk about it and i want to know what they're saying Um, (laughs) but i'm not caught up like at all it's okay. I know that's daunting for a lot of people. And thankfully, those volume collections really help, in my opinion. I'm the crazy one out of all three of us. I have so many variants. I have two and a half long boxes almost filled with all the variants. And not only do I collect the variants, I also have all of the soft covers, the hard covers. I'm, I'm nuts. I am crazy. So, yeah, I don't expect a lot of the fandom to be caught up with these, but it's kind of easy to get into. I mean, especially with the collected volumes, I, I will always preach the collected volumes because yeah, I mean, there's 13 right now for MMPR and uh, eight for GoGo, but they're easily digestible when it's just like a soft cover. It's a collection of four issues 
And the great thing about that is like what Ryan did and what Kyle did is a lot of these stories are like four issue kind of mini arcs. So you almost get like a complete story as part of an overall arc in each volume. So that's nice. Anyways, read the comics. They're probably the best thing to happen for Power Rangers in in the last five years. Anywho, like I said at the top of the show, our main topic is Blue Rangers. Again, I want to thank Steve Martinez for throwing out that suggestion for Blue Rangers. And when you all hear about Blue Rangers, do you think there's a particular stereotype to a character? Because you always think, especially in Sentai, it's like blue's the cool one or red's the leader and yellow is this and pink is that. And there seems to be like character stereotypes, but I know a lot of times blue is for Power Rangers, at least is like the smart one or the nerdy one. But I think thankfully Power Rangers has kind of broken from that trope. I mean, at this point we've had every kind of character type for the blue Ranger And the thing about Blue Rangers is there's always a Blue Ranger. I think there's always been a Blue Ranger on the team. Between red, yellow, and blue, that's like the color that every Ranger series has. Not Dino Charge, but... But for blue, blue is, that's the case. Yeah, for some reason to me, I always think of blue as being like the second in command. Mm -hmm. I I just, for some reason, I always think of like if red is off somewhere or, or trapped somewhere... It seems like the blue ranger is the next one to step up and be like, come on, guys, we got to figure this out and, and go save, you know, the red ranger. Blue is my favorite color. Blue has been my favorite color all my life. And same getting to talk about favorite blue rangers. This is going to be fun. I'm excited. Yeah, me too. I've always seen kind of the blue rangers as it's like what Zach said, like the second in command or mm. sometimes the more serious one on the squad. Like not always, but. The trend seems to be that they're the more, like, serious and um, maybe quiet one. Especially, like, Chad from Lightspeed Rescue or Kai from Lost Galaxy. They're a little bit more reserved and serious. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's more often than not that seems to be the case. Mm -hmm. And what I like about Blue Rangers, too, just from, like, a color standpoint is how many different shades of blue that we've had. You know, red is red, and we've had maybe one or two variations, like Crimson, Ninja Storm. But blue is always that one, you know, whether they separate from male or female rangers or even different teams, the shade of blue can vary actually quite a bit. Obviously, we have our female blues who have more of a sky blue, a lighter blue color. Mm Mm-hmm. But yeah, even among the the male blues, you have a darker blue, like an MMPR, like a Billy's blue was kind of a darker blue. Mm -hmm. You have, of course, you have navy blue for uh, Ninja Storm. So yeah, there's definitely some variance in the shade of blue that gets used over the course of the, the years. Yeah, we've even had secondary Blue Rangers like Jungle Fury, the Shark Ranger. He was more Mm -hmm. of like a cyan color, as well as James Navarro, the absentee dad, the father of the year. (laughs) 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 The the Ankylosaur Rangers, his was also very much a, a cyan as well. And then speaking of Dino Charge, you also have 
while it didn't appear in the show, Heckle, the Dark Ranger in the comics, his design is very much like that darker uh, shade of blue, almost like a blue and gold Ranger. So because Power Rangers has gone on for, God, 28 years or whatever so far, and with every season having a Blue Ranger, there's a lot of great characters and there's a lot of amazing suit designs as well. And another theme is that, of course, Blue is associated with water. So a lot of these Rangers have water-based powers. Mm-hmm. Again, you're looking at like Samurai Blue, mm-hmm. who had water. And that was that was also kind of a lighter blue in tone as well. Um, because that differentiated from the more uh, navy dark blue of uh, Antonio, who had mm-hmm. like the gold and the dark blue in his suit. Um, yeah. And yeah, water for him, water for Madison, the blue mystic ranger. She had the whole mermaid motif going on. Preston from Ninja Steel. Preston from Ninja Steel had water. Yeah. So water being associated with blue is very common. Again, that's just one of my favorite things. Because like when I was a kid, I used to love going to the pool, going to the beach. I loved water. I love playing in water. And so, you know, you have rangers that use water with their blue color, Lightspeed Rescue. Mm-hmm. Gosh, I'm trying to think of so many others that are like... With Chad, with the Lightspeed, the Mega Battle, he had a water slash ice cannon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I also wanted to highlight some different Blue Rangers that that we've had that either have appeared in the comics or kind of like an offshoot of uh, different power sets or or alternatives. So, uh, of course, we had Billy with Blue Ninjetti. I just really love the Ninjetti suits, and I think he had a, a great... Uh, animal spirit with the wolf. I know Zach, that's your favorite along with me. That is peak Billy for me because wolves are my favorite. Blue is my favorite. Like that was everything I wanted. And Mm -hmm. even as a kid, my favorite dinosaur was a triceratops. So Billy just hit so many levels of favorites for me growing up. Mm -hmm. It's like, that's why he is my favorite blue Ranger. And he will always be my favorite blue Ranger because he hit all those niche check marks for me as a kid he was nerdy like me he was blue he had the triceratops he had the wolf yeah seeing unique theming like that for blue rangers is really cool Mm -hmm. one of the unique comic blue rangers that tied into super sentai was the supersonic team and that was based off five man So in the comics, that's where Psycho Green came from. So they actually invented a sixth Green Ranger for Five Man. They were the Siberian team from Trip's home planet from Time Force. So they all had like crystals in their hair. They all had different color hair. So his name was Brute. That's Supersonic Blue Ranger. And again, that was based off... Chiku Sentai Five Man, and it's a really awesome design. It only appeared in uh, the Psychotic story, which was from the Psychopath graphic novel that was printed in the back of that. But I believe it was part of the uh, yeah, it was the part of the Year Two hardcover. They also did reprint it in the the back of the Psychopath as kind of like 
you know, explaining more about Psycho Green's character. So that's one to note just because of its Super Sentai background. Obviously, the movie blues also have very cool designs, like, you know, as cheesy as the first Mighty Morphin movie is, I just really love those movie suits that battle armor look to them. Yeah, for sure. I really dug the, you know, it had had to look better than a spandex bodysuit, and so... They, they really went with a neat kind of armored look that, that looked and felt more big screen, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, it, mm-hmm. it definitely felt more like they were these heroes in their armor. Yeah, definitely have to agree with that. Mm-hmm. I know the 2017 movie, it's pretty divided among fans, but personally, I, I know it was a bit of a departure, but I actually really enjoyed the movie suit. I've always appreciate the artwork and the talent that Weta Studios has throughout the years, and those physical suits are gorgeous. We see them not only in the 2017 movie, but the Cenozoic Blue Ranger is in Battle for the Grid in the video game and actually voiced by David Fielding, who plays Zordon. So just a very cool connection to the past. I know in the video game, the style is a bit different. There's more like white, almost like prehistoric bone type highlights to that costume. It's just a very neat addition to the canon. Definitely. The 2017 movie suits they were a little divisive um, right but they were still some of my favorites because they had a little bit of the dinosaur motif but they were something new and they were more i guess more extraterrestrial yeah there was a bit more depth to them just because there was all these like layers of texture in the armor and the undersuit and when they had that like galaxy effect when the suits were powered up in the middle of the chest i just thought that looked incredible on screen 100 percent. some other blue rangers to note in kind of the extra universe of power rangers we can't forget about eddie banks hyperforce blue again based off a water theme it's like a water serpent a variation of the time force aesthetic another unique design in the power rangers universe Love the silver accenting on, like, the shoulders. The helmet looking like the head of the snake is really just awesome looking. Definitely uh, another great suit design for sure. Continuing kind of in ancillary media, Lena Song, SPD Blue Ranger from Hyperforce. She was originally the future green SPD Ranger. And when some promotions happened, she got promoted to number two on the team. We also had Kia from the Power Rangers Boom Studios comic from Necessary Evil, the Blue Omega Ranger. And then another video game exclusive was the Chun-Li variant for Street Fighter in Legacy Wars. Yeah, her suit looks really cool. I dig how it pays homage to her original Street Fighter 2 blue Mm -hmm dress very cool looking and then of course we had uh leonardo in the latest ninja turtles power rangers crossover the turtle rangers i really like the aesthetic they did uh with that suit where their shell takes on elements of the green ranger shield just a very neat looking design for that one 
Super Mega Force, uh, whether you like it or hate it, brought in some Super Sentai elements. So we had Blue Squadron Ranger based off Die Ranger, the Blue Lightning Ranger, which was based off Mask Man. Mask Man, that's it. And the Blue Prism Ranger, which was based off Flashman, and then the Blue Blitz Ranger, which I believe was Change Man. Mm-hmm. I do know something about Sentai. And then <laughs> the uh, Blue Battalion Ranger, which was Dynaman. We also have, again, a lot of people debate if these guys are rangers or not, but I can't forget about Ninja. Ninja, yes. <laughs> he is a blue ranger. And uh, blue centurion. Blue is in his name. It's yeah. blue. We also had evil rangers, of course, Psycho Blue, A-Squad Blue, yeah. now with his own action. Well, both of them with their own action figure. Yeah. We're not going to talk about Bobby, the uh, <laughs> the, the first dead Dark Ranger, the, which was just, yeah. oh, dear. <laughs> <laughs> but a better version of the Dark Rangers is the comic. And Squat got to be a Dark Ranger as very cool dark powers that were drawn for him. And they pretty much held their own against the Power Rangers. So just a lot of Blue Rangers... Some of them have had their own power-ups throughout the years. We've even had a toy-exclusive Blue Ranger with uh, the RPM Triceratops Ranger. I am still kicking myself that I never got those figures, because those are pretty unique. But yeah, overall, just a slew of Blue Rangers over the years. And I want to ask for all of us, give the listeners like your top three blue ranger characters and if you can think of a particular episode maybe we can talk about that so i feel like i've maybe mentioned this on the show before but it Mm. has definitely changed since then top three in no particular order so one of them is chad from lightspeed rescue Mm -hmm. just because he's stoic but he's still got a sense of humor and he's a good friend and he's a good fighter And he's, like, the guy I would want by my side if I was a ranger. And also, just, like, beyond that, Lightspeed Rescue is my top season. So that's, like, a bonus point, but he doesn't really need it. (laughs) Next one is probably Sky from SPD. Mm. He's a little bit of a jerk sometimes, but kind of for a good reason. He just takes his job really seriously. And sometimes I feel like I can relate to that. Just, like, sometimes... Your job means a lot to you, and mm-hmm. he's also just, like, really cool. I like the suit. I just like all the, like, aesthetics about SPJ. Mm-hmm. It's a great season, and Sky's in my top three. And then Ravi from Base Morphers. Nice. He's new. Um, we technically haven't finished out the series with him yet, but... <laughs> technically. <laughs> technically. But I, I did want to ask, are the both of you kind of caught up on Beast Morphers? I'm a little behind. I know eventually we'll want to just do like a season wrap up for Beast Morphers. Oh, yeah. I know we've done individual. We kind of started out the second season and then didn't finish reviewing. It's been a crazy year, but I do want to revisit our Beast Morphers reviews for sure. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, sure. I'll have to rewatch some episodes to refresh my mind. Yeah, but But no, Ravi, I like him. He's 
in the end, he's a good teammate. Took him a little while first because he thought he was better than everyone. But <laughs> again, kind of like the whole Chad thing. If I was a Ranger, I would want Ravi on my team. He has his stuff together. He's got a cool suit and he's got cool powers. I like the character. He's got a heart, but he's, he's also like the tough guy. He's yeah. probably like one of the most sentimental ones on the team, but he knows how to beat someone up if he needs to, you know? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Any particular blue-focused episodes that come to your mind, AP, that were really strong for you? N- not trying to put you on the spot. I'm just kind of... Mm-hmm. Oh, no, no, just no, no. Asking, I get it. going to ask everyone the same question. I mean, I guess technically the one that comes to my mind is first the one where Chad's like in the park and there's like that bully and they're doing the karate stuff. I apologize. Sometimes I know what happened in the episode, but I don't know the title. <laughs> I know exactly what... I th- is it up to the challenge? It might be. That yep. sounds right. Yep, that's the one. When Viper becomes a mentor to a bully with a beef against the Blue Ranger. Yes. And then beyond that, that one episode of SPD where Sky gets to use the Red Ranger Morpher. Reflections! Yes. Which a, a lot of people noted in our... Uh, Ranger Nation answers questions, yes. so that that's really good. Those are those are the top two that come to mind. Um, mm-hmm. Oh yeah, and then I guess like I'll throw a Robbie one in there as well, just because he's also in my top three. Not sure. that they have to coincide, but just because that episode where he's like afraid of the dentist. That I was a good episode. Oh, it was. Yeah. It was a fun episode. Yeah, and I appreciated it. It was kind of corny, but it was fun, and I liked it. There you go. Three Blue Ranger episodes. <laughs> <laughs> that was... Was that the art one, the gorilla art, or was that from this season? I mean, it was between that or the Dennis one. If that's the same episode, then I don't... If those are two separate episodes... <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I'm so bad at this. Like, oh my God. I mean, there's... God, let, let's, let's not kid ourselves. There are plenty... I'm searching dentist. That's not. Good. I'm searching Ravi afraid of the Tintin. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's not helping me. It's episode 10. Thrills and drills is the one where he's afraid of the dentist. Thrills and Thrills drills. drills. That Thrills. makes sense. There it is. Was that the first season? I think so. That might be the one that we watched at Ranger Stop, was it? Oh, no. It wasn't. No, the one we watched, the one we, (laughs) the one we watched at Ranger Stop was a uh, Ravi episode. That was Gorilla Art. Okay, that's why I'm mixing it up. (laughs) Yes, yes. I just just love Eric's like realization of like, oh, uh, no, that wasn't it. Yeah, yeah, thrills and drills of the dentist one, but Gorilla Art. I'm gonna say Gorilla Art because that. We did watch that together, and that yeah, was that was nice. that was special. That was amazing. That was, yes, I'm gonna, I'm gonna make those two episodes a tie. It's the gorilla art one and thrills and drills. Okay. Okay. You're allowed to do that for sure. Yeah, it's right. your list. Okay. <laughs> Zach, how about you? So top three in the third spot, we're gonna go with TJ. TJ as nice. the Blue Ranger, really just he was still as full of leadership as he was when he was the red turbo ranger and like the humility of being able to like be second in command now that Mm -hmm. they've met andros and kind of you know have to deal with that situation uh tj's 
classic blue man. I, I love TJ. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and his episode that I'm going to give to him is five of a kind when he comes up with the yes. idea of, Hey, if we're all the blue Ranger, psycho Rangers aren't going to know what to do. Yep. Oh, can I throw a bo- I'm sorry, Zach, to cut in, but can I throw a bonus Blue Ranger on mine and just also Absolutely. add TJ? Absolutely, <laughs> yes. <laughs> right? TJ's so good. Um, but yeah, uh, Five of a Kind, When because I vividly remember that episode of being like, that's genius, TJ. You're yes. all Blue Rangers. So yeah, TJ gets the number three spot. At number two, appropriate, of course, it is going to be Sky from SPD. Again, for the exact same reasons AP said, you know, he started out the season... He was kind of a hard ass. He was kind of a jerk. <laughs> he was very much a workaholic, like, I'm going to make my daddy proud. And over the course of the series, he, you know, he learned to loosen up. But his episode, again, same as AP's answer, we're going to go with the Reflections two-parter. It is just so great to see him get that huge character development, that backstory, and that resolution of capturing Murloc, basically following in his father's footsteps. Even though he does it as a Red Ranger, technically, uh, it's okay. We won't hold it against him. So, uh, <laughs> Sky is my number two blue. And, of course, you all know, number one, it's Billy. It could only ever be Billy. The only problem is I'm trying to rack my brain for a good Billy episode, and I'm coming up with a blank. Like, I don't think Billy had a really super memorable episode. Like, the only one I can think of is the episode with Madam Woe where he's mentoring the young kid for the science fair, and he has to go up... Did he have to go up against Madame Woe all by himself? No, no, no. Isn't that I-I-Guy? Was that I-I-Guy? See, I'm so... I'm confusing Yeah, that's I-Guy. You know what? I'm confusing it with... But Billy had somebody in the Madame Woe episode. Oh, it was like she, a cousin or something. No, she no, was, no. Wasn't wasn't that the de- um the deaf girl? Oh, maybe. Wait, hold on. Hey, I gotta look it up. Hang on. With Madame Woe, that's peace, love, and woe. And the girl that Billy asked to the dance was uh, Marge. Marge, who we never see again. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's uh, Madame Woe captures Marge. Because she mistakes Marge for a ranger, and Billy has to gather the team to go save her. Yeah. So, I was mashing up peace, love, and woe with I, I, guy, yeah. Yeah, I, I, guy. Billy's young friend, Willie. Like, yeah, it was just, yeah. it was too on the nose. Like, <laughs> a, a, another kid, like, they couldn't think of a different name. <laughs> yeah. That one, or, or switching places where he switches with Kimberly, or... Uh, That's you a know, good power one. punks where him and Kimberly become punkers. So yeah, like he had a, he had a few very funny episodes, but like nothing. I'm trying to think of an episode that was really character defining, and I'm kind of coming up blank. But, but I mean, really, Billy's character was kind of well defined from the beginning. He he was right. the brains of the team. He was always building really cool inventions to help everybody. Um, you know, coming up with the communicators, coming up with the rad bug. Uh, helping Zordon and Alpha in the command center all the time. Mm-hmm. Billy, he's just, he's great all around. Yeah, absolutely. It's its going to be tough for me to, to pick uh, a Blue Ranger that hasn't already been repeated, but I'm, I'm going to try. I'm really going to go with Ethan James from Dino Thunder. First off, Dino Thunder is just, a, it's MMPR done right. It's Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, but updated for 2000s. 
you've got the high school setting. You've got Tommy coming back as Dr. O. It's dinosaurs again. And wouldn't you know, we've got another smart Blue Ranger who also is a Triceratops. And Ethan was totally the updated Billy for the 2000s. And I just... Oh. I really liked his character. I really liked that they gave him this computer nerd hacker type of vibe. He was just mm-hmm. genuinely smart, but he also knew how to have fun. He was pretty sarcastic too. He was always kind of trading barbs with Connor. I really like Ethan. And one of my favorite episodes with him is bully for Ethan, obviously. That was just a great episode in terms of kind of dealing with bullies and looking at how arguments happen. And sometimes they're just really dumb. And why can't we just be friends and, you know, come together over our differences? So Bully for Ethan was was a great episode. And overall, just throughout the season, I really liked Ethan as a character. Ethan is great. Honestly, he was He's he's in my top five, but I think TJ just had that slight edge on Ethan. Oh no, I totally get it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just I'm trying to be a, a a little bit different. No, that's fair. I, I do think though this is a universal pick for all three of us is definitely Sky. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I, I think out of SPD, he had the most. Aside from Jack, I think he had the most growth as a character. And really, SPD was the story of the two of them. Them arguing, always butting heads, kind of vying for leadership of the team, and over the course of the series, learning to work together. And of course, it's Reflections. I'm actually surprised we have not done a Ranger's commentary for Reflections. And you know what? We have to now. We haven't? We have not. I could swear I have a vivid memory of us watching Reflections. Me too, but apparently we... <laughs> <laughs> Look, I'm... We all, have a sh- we all have a shared delusion right now. It's fine. Jeez, that's weird. Yeah, I guess we need to do it, because apparently we haven't. Hold on. Let me just double check. Did we do it? Because, <laughs> yeah, now you got me confused. I'm like, I'm sure we did at some point, because literally we all love Sky. And we all love that episode. <laughs> Yeah. If we all think that we if we, we all have think not that done we've it. done it and we haven't, um, we haven't. Wow. All right. We do need to record a Ranger commentary next week, <laughs> early next week, so I can release it on the twenty eighth. You want to just make that reflections? Can we just? Oh yeah. Yeah, we have yeah. to. Cause okay. That's wow. How? Because we we apparently have not done. <laughs> 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 Sorry, I still can't. I still can't get over how we all thought that we had and we did. Yeah, that's weird. Oh my gosh. I, look, I did I did a Google Doc search. I did. We we haven't done it. Parts one. That is so two. bizarre. I'm putting it uh, in the spreadsheet. Um yeah, because I'm going back through all the, the episode releases on the website that are tagged Rangers commentary looking through and, and so far I'm not seeing it. But that's so random. I could have sworn we did. I know. I, I like for some reason I remember being like, Oh yeah, Sky's using the Red Ranger Morpher and like I, I guess I imagined an entire commentary. <laughs> uh, maybe. I don't it's so bizarre. Oh how bizarre. 
that will be uh, extra episode 69, uh, Rangers Commentary Reflection, parts one and two. You've heard it here, people who get the uncut episode. <laughs> oh, no, this, this, this will be in. This is staying in. This is gold. Yeah, this <laughs> is in. Our shared delusion of, of reflections. Yeah. No, because I'm right there with you guys. I swear to God, I thought we did it. Wow, that is so... Can this be one of those like weird beepy things at the beginning of the episode where we're all just like kind of going crazy? <laughs> I mean, sure, but I like it in the context of like right now when we're scrambling. We just to, all realized it. Yeah, exactly. So, okay, so I mentioned Ethan. I mentioned our universal pick uh, for Sky. My last pick. I love Ravi. I love you know all the choices. Billy. I mean, I want to say Billy because. I mean, yeah, I could identify him as a kid, but I don't know. I'm kind of looking at all the other Blue Rangers. And, uh... Oh, you know what? Maybe not Dax? top three, but... We but... all know you love Dax, Eric. Oh, f*** Dax. <laughs> <laughs> that's a bleep. That's, a, that's an, out, that's a, 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 an outtake right there. Actually, I, I am going to go with Flynn McAllister from RPM. He oh, okay. is definitely in my top five as well. Yeah. Flynn is great. Yeah, he has great comedic timing. I just love his personality. He's a mechanic. He's a gearhead. That's something, you know, I could see a lot of, like, my dad in Flynn. Like, just that, the ability to, like, tinker with machines and kind of build crazy inventions. And one of my favorite episodes, and I know people are going to say, oh, uh, Ranger Blue, because that's, you know, all about him. But the the one that I really like is when, God, what's the episode when he creates the, oh, what you would call it? Not the road blaster, the wheel thing. Uh, uh hang on. <laughs> Power Rangers RPM episodes. Half of this episode is just listening to typing in Google. Why am I blanking? It's basically the episode where him and Gemma connect. Uh, Here, here, here. Uh, Yeah, it's it's called Not So Simple. It's episode 21. Yes, Not So Simple. For the first time, Gemma and Gemma split up on something. Gemma believes in what Flynn can do. Together they work on a wheel zord on the side. Uh, the, The road attack zord, yes. Yeah. That's the one I was thinking of. So everyone's going to say Ranger Blue and think of that when it comes to Flynn. That's that's his origin story. But I think Not So Simple really highlighted his character and him and Gemma pairing up. And it was almost like, like maybe there was something there between them. But I really loved how those two characters played off of each other. I liked you know, Flynn dealing with his frustrations. He came to terms with trying to fix something that wasn't working right the first time. He really wanted to prove himself because Dr. K thought that this whole road attack sword was a bad idea. But to see Flynn contribute to the team beyond Dr. K and actually provide like a useful tool that helped the rangers it was just a really great episode with him and i really loved that episode i loved the interaction with him and Gemma. the whole overall story of that rpm i think is great overall but this episode in particular really highlighted why i think flynn is definitely a a great character for for the show 
I mean, come on. He basically memed himself into the fandom with the, when he's fighting Tanaya, and she's like, I get it, you know, green is the clown, yellow is the girl, what are you? And he's just like, I'm Scottish! <laughs> and from that, a thousand yep. fandom memes have been born. When they did the, uh, it was in Ranger Blue, when they did the parody of, oh shoot, that Mel Gibson movie. the uh, Braveheart. Braveheart, Braveheart. I was going to say Highlander, and I'm like, no, he didn't chop off anyone's head. Um, but no, yeah, Braveheart, when he's like wearing the face paint and all the mm-hmm. people are charging behind him, it's really hilarious. And one running joke through RPM, which was pretty funny, just because it put Flynn in like, you really felt bad for him, was in throughout RPM, they always get a call just as he's like making food or making a shake or making (laughs) some kind of food. Like the dude can never get a meal in before uh, they have to go into battle. And it's sprinkled throughout many episodes throughout the season. And it just became this, this running gag that I really enjoyed because it's that subtle humor. Like not again. (laughs) Yeah. I think uh, overall there are some pretty great blue Rangers. And like Zach, blue's my favorite color. I'm glad we've gotten some really strong characters out of the Blue Rangers. Any final thoughts or honorable mentions you guys want to talk about before we move on? A special shout out to our first female Blue Ranger in Madison with Mystic Force. Nope. Um, What? No. No? No. Tori. You're right. What am I thinking? Sorry. Mm. You know, because I didn't watch Mystic I didn't watch Ninja Storm as it was airing. Wow, I brain farted. You on were that about one. to say Ninja Steel, weren't you? <laughs> Shush. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna take that back. Cut that out. Cut that all out. Look, that's, th- that's for the keep outtakes. It in. <laughs> There's Ninja seasons. We've got like four Dino three yeah. Dino seasons. I can't keep my head straight on anymore. Okay, Ninja we, Steel, we Ninja Storm, Dino Thunder, Dino Charge, I've, Dino. I thought y'all were saying nope because like the actress for Mystic Force Blue was like bad or something. And I'm like, oh, what'd she do that I don't know about? <laughs> I mean. The rate this week is going, I wouldn't be surprised at this point. Yeah, yeah like what, what happened today on Twitter when I wasn't around. But no, special shout out for Mystic Force Blue, uh, Madison. I had such a crush on her when Mystic Force was airing. Oh my God. She was great. She was a great character. She was so supportive of her friends and her family with her sister. Mm-hmm. And that was a great character. Uh, loved her story arc with her and Nick. Madison was pretty great. Yeah. Honorable shout out to uh, Madison. I will say Tori though. Yeah. Tori yeah. is, is a fantastic character, even more, more in depth than, than Madison in many respects. And I loved when she returned for once a ranger, seeing those legacy Rangers come back was such a treat. And oh, yeah. just overall Tori was a very strong character in uh ninja storm probably my actually my favorite character in in ninja storm yeah i really love the episode where she wangs her head or whatever when she's out surfing and she gets sent to the alternate dimension where the rangers evil good episode for her i like that because she was the only woman on the team she really had to hold her own in a lot of instances and she just became a stronger character because of it my honorable mention i need one i don't need dax no. <laughs> no, it is not Dax, Eric. 
Let's be honest. It was right. It's, it was it's, right. It's Justin, isn't it? It used to be, but <laughs> it is not anymore. Um, for so many reasons. Um, uh, forever tainted. Yes. Honorable mention blue. Coda. Why did we not mention Coda yet? That's what yeah. I was thinking of the whole time. Coda is pretty great. Coda. I mean, Coda is is great. I think it's more so because all of us really love Yoshi as a person. Um, I also like the character, though. He's so adorable. He's adorable, but after a while, it became so one note. Like, I am caveman. Rawr. It, it did, but I still I still liked him. He was still a fun character. He was always kind of, like, happy and just wanted to do his ranger duty. And I, I don't know. I, I like that. Yeah. He, he had a sweet story. Yeah. I, I do like that he came back for the most recent team up. So I, I do appreciate the, the character of Coda. It was pretty unique from a story perspective because we've never had someone that ancient as, as a ranger before. And between Coda and Sir Ivan, I really like the concept of rangers out of time. I like the shared moments between them when they're just kind of like both confused about modern culture and like <laughs> little things that, that happen and code is pretty good. I just feel like over time it, it was just like, all right, we get it. Caveman hunt. <laughs> but seriously, Yoshi's a, a wonderful person. One of our early on interviews, I attribute that more, more to, to Yoshi. Sorry. I'm not trying to take away. I was just. Oh no, no, no. I, I can understand that. I mean, we've but had no, a... the reason why I mentioned him is just cause he, I think he's like an adorable fun character. For sure. One of the better Rangers of the Neo Saban era. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, def- definitely. And I mean, we've had so many greats. Theo from jungle fury. He had the whole stoic. I've been training for years. Why did we let the new guy come in and take over kind of similar to sky in a way, but yeah, like I, I really enjoyed his arc as well. You had Noah with the mega force and super mega force team who during super mega force really kind of took initiative and researched a ton of ranger history to help the team kind of learn their new powers, which was really cool. He really had a lot of initiative, even if he was kind of more reserved and, nerdy maybe a little nervous he really had a drive for his team yeah yeah it's it's totally a billy callback but i like how they also like ethan they updated his character with kind of creating his own ranger database online yeah so in our ranger nation answers we asked who is your favorite blue ranger character or focus episode and why so We got a ton of responses on Twitter. Again, thank you so much. We also got some on Facebook and Instagram, so we'll read down the list. Jamie Schneider at Jamie Schneider underscore said, Madison, Blue Mystic Ranger. I'm just going to say what I think this says. Um, Deadpool fan at DP00N said, Tori, Ninja Storm, Blue Wind Ranger. Uh, At Predator Arroyo said, remember the episode where Tori was in another dimension even when she fought against Shane? Yes, I do remember. I just talked about it. Uh, Yeah, that's a great episode. Uh, Steve Martinez, who kicked everything off at Steve Martinez 90 said, I would have to say TJ and his episode five of a kind thinking outside of the box to defeat the bad guys. 
TJ also shows you can be a leader even if not wearing red. Matt Azrez at Azrez said either Flynn RPM blue or Sky SPD blue. Anna Sanchez at Spark872 says I, I guy. Which is what we just talked about. Billy and Willie. (laughs) He's one of my favorite monster designs just because he's so gross. I really hope the next Lightning Collection Monsters wave includes I, guy. You know how, like, you bought a ton of Shadow Rangers and and, uh, Chris bought a ton of Gold Rangers? Are you going to buy a ton of I, guy? I'm going to buy a ton of I, guy. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Hansbro, if you want to use our squishy eyeball idea that that we came up with a few yes, episodes ago please do. eyeball needs to detach from the face yep at kid underscore wicked uh said i don't know if this counts but my personal favorite was the navy thunder ranger and i will say navy is a shade of blue so it yep. counts oh yeah uh, I don't th- know if this counts. It does. But my f- personal favorite was the Navy Thunder Ranger because the suit is sick. He has a good backstory and his actor has the same name as me. As a kid, this was the first time I saw somebody with my name on TV, which was dope. Oh, I know that feeling because the most bad six Ranger is Eric Myers, Quantum Ranger. I really like that. So yeah, I, got I, I know that feeling. Season so, <sighs> well, okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, that's also. I'm sorry. This reminds me. This is also an honorable mention for me. Is Navy Thunder? Oh yeah. I I was thought he was so like, cool. Like that was when y'all went to PMC that one year. That was one of the autographs I asked you to get me because I've always yep. I've always liked that character. So our next one, Scott Stauffenberg at Comic Explorer 32 said, TJ, Power Rangers in space. Only Blue Ranger who truly felt like he was second in command. This is one of my favorite character episodes. Guilty pleasure Blue Ranger is Justin. Young kid suddenly steps into the Blue Ranger role. Super smart, skips grades. Sacrificed Ranger mission to, to preserve his family. Favorite character episode was when he was bullied. Matthew Oren at Matthew SBXL said TJ was definitely a good ranger. When I saw the final giant monster fight in Turbo, by the end, I believed that he had lived up to his predecessors and a great red ranger. And in reply to that, at the Nick fan club said, I honestly don't remember Andros having a tactical moment at all in that season like TJ did in that episode. And TJ wasn't the leader. I feel like Andros is red was a courtesy for taking them in instead of stepping all over his turf. Andros was just like, wow, my sister. But TJ, I mean, come on, TJ stepped up and TJ stepping up as kind of second in command. TJ almost became like a better character when he was the Blue Ranger. Him as a Blue Ranger. And these were comments that were mirrored here by the Nick fan club that having TJ still be a leader as the Blue Ranger was really cool to see because he still had all that leadership skill from when he was Red Turbo. Right. So, you know, just because he was blue in space, didn't he didn't suddenly become less tactically competent as a leader. He mm-hmm. was still as tactically competent, so they allowed him to have that character trait carry over. Like, they didn't suddenly dumb him down or anything. Right. And yeah. kind of in that same vein, I thought someone who was better going from Red to Blue was rocky and when i did the interview with ryan parrot 
he was even saying that, you know, when he's writing Rocky, he's trying to bring more of that Zeo personality where he's more joking and more lighthearted into his character. I really appreciate that because even in the comic, you know, they're giving context to his feelings about kind of not being the leader of the Power Rangers, even though he's red. And it sets up, at least in the comics, it sets up this feeling of him feeling inadequate or he's not contributing as much. And to turn that into a story where, you know, now he's, at least in the show, he he becomes that character where, you know, maybe he was better after the, the color change. He, he grew more you know, learning from that switch of, of powers where, you know, as the Blue Ranger, he could step up in his own way. Yeah. Anywho, speaking of the Nick fan club, in his own comment, he said, uh, I like TJ, Coda, Tori, Ethan, and Sky, but for some reason, I'm thinking more bad Blue Ranger focus episodes like Home Run Coda, Blue Saber Saga, Magic Misfire, and the Lucas Gets His License one. As for the good ones, recognition was visibly a blast for Chris Violette. And of course, both Billies are great too. Yeah, we didn't talk about recognition. Uh, That is a a great episode where, you know, you have the monster switch bodies with Sky. Yep. And so Sky gets to walk around as kind of being, you know, creepy, evil. And like, it's when you have that kind of opportunity to play that role, yeah, it's a ton of fun. Yeah, recognition was definitely a highlight for Sky. Absolutely. Board writer at Prof Pog Champ said Chad Lee for sure. The Chosen Path is by far my favorite episode in the franchise. The fighting scenes in the whole run were top-notch, and Mike Chat did some amazing moves while also showing a lot of emotion and character. I love it. And in reply, Josh at Coffee 64 said, I was thinking the exact same thing. And I also personally have to concur. <laughs> <laughs> Peachy at Hyper Peachy said Tori easily, especially the episode where she kicks her team's butt unmorphed. LOL. Gila Herme Makado at Guy Makondo 666 said True Blue with TJ and Justin. Gladys E. Aranda Jerome at Gladiola 062015 said Tori because she became the first female Blue Ranger in the Power Rangers history. She's strong, confident, and agile. She never gives up. Thurgood Marshall Mathers at Dashing Amazing says, The episode about the Blue RPM Ranger, Ranger Series Blue, is my favorite Blue-focused episode. Joel Kiroz, 94, said, My favorite Blue Ranger will always be Dino Thunder Blue, the episode Bully for Ethan. Hey, Joel, that's that's mine too. Absolutely. Yes. Luke and Haas. At Lucas Alenzi said Flynn from RPM and his episode Blue Ranger for life. Dom at Dom underscore Palumbo said for me it would be Sky SPD Blue, Finn RPM Blue, or Theo Jungle Fury Blue. Tough choice. RPM is the most likable, SPD is the toughest, and Theo is a ladies man. Tanara Kuhn at Tanara N said Kai's episode where Stanton is possessed and he listens to his own instincts instead of following doomed orders. Great episode. I wish Kai had some more focus. I do too, as well as Chad. They both needed more focus. 
especially yeah. Chad. I've been listening to Ranger Danger as they work slowly work through uh, Lightspeed Rescue, and I did not realize how little Chad got to do in like the first half of the season. Yeah, there's that one focus episode, but he is so in the background. It's it's almost a crime. Mm. Mandalore Shepard at Judge Mandalore said, when it comes to my favorite Blue Ranger, two that come to mind are Tori for being the first female Blue Ranger and Movie Billy for being the first Ranger that is on the autism spectrum. Common Rider Obaka, BLM, at Obaka Chantachi said, uh, five of a kind, Wild Wipeout, and Ranger Blue have been mentioned. So I'll say I really liked 2017's Billy Crams Tons of Crayons, Cranston. Uh, Sashi Haygai said, Billy, of course. Uh, Robert Pennington at White Ranger Spidey said, Billy, Ethan, and TJ are probably my absolute favorite Blue Rangers of all time. Snowflake Santa Sim, the Toku Demon King at Toku Sim said, Favorite episode of Blue Ranger was True Blue to the Rescue. 1290 Studios at Gose underscore Green 1290 said, Tori, Noah, Ethan, Theo, all four started off as the ones who felt like they carried the weight of being the hero on their shoulders too hard, but ultimately got over their fears and became memorable in their own ways and reliable to their respected teams. That's a good point. Yeah, it it always feels like the Blue Rangers, at least the four that he mentioned, like, you know, they had a chip on their shoulder. They had something to prove because they're superheroes for the first time. They're kind of all new to this. So they all had to grow in their own ways. So that's that's a really good point. Morphin Legacy at Morphin Legacy said that Madison episode where she's a statue the entire episode, but... That's her only focus episode. Shrugging. Yeah, that's the emoji. the emoji. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. When you put the emoji and it translates it to. Text. Oh, I had to edit a few of these because the, one of them was like when they were doing um, talking about Tori. It was like woman surfing dolphin water droplet, and I'm like, is this describing <laughs> Tori or? <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> Yep. Uh, Shalena Barber at BSB Fan 558 said, My favorite Blue Ranger is Billy, followed by Rocky and Ethan. Roy Zoga said, There are so many to name, honestly. Sky's moment with his dad's killer and the chance to use Jack's Morpher was amazing. Billy stepping down to be an advisor in Zeo felt like a natural role for him, even if I missed him in the suit, and especially TJ against the Psycho Rangers. Toku Chris said the one where Lucas refunded all the money he took from fans for a fan film he never actually made. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> Oof. Oof. Uh, well, I mean, it's, he's not wrong. He's not wrong. No, that's for sure. Uh, Jakku slash SSK at Chaos Dude 7111 said that episode of SPD where Sky uses the Battleizer to avenge his dad. That was a good one. Josh the Toku fan at Shinken Red 813 said, I loved Flynn, his amazing I'm Scottish line, and just the way he carried himself was so incredible to watch. But my favorite has to be Billy Cranston, my first superhero with glasses, showed me it's okay to be smart and it's important to do what's right, even if that's an uncomfortable thing to do. Watching his change from inexperienced fighter to competent and then mentor was incredible. 
I miss him the most. We all do. Yeah. He's he's not dead. We just we want Billy no, to come back. No, we just miss Billy. Yeah. We want Billy to come back. Come back from Aquatar, <laughs> Billy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Teresa Capricorn at Never Lucky Nat said, Blue Ranger Mighty Morphin. Billy is my absolute fave. Blue Ranger Dino Thunder, only because he's a tech genius and has an awesome shield. And Blue Ranger Mystic Force, only because I believe in magic. Hayden Irwin at Hayden Irwin 3 said, Favorite blue? Flynn. Favorite blue focused episode? Mondo's Last Stand, because it actually made me sympathize with Rocky for once. Edward Sanchez at Edward is the Man said, My favorite Blue Ranger character is Coda from Power Rangers Dino Charge because he is a caveman that loves to eat a Brano burger. Not just a Brano burger, a lot of Brano burgers. <laughs> I added that last part. At, at Sentai 5 said, TJ, there were times where he still felt like the leader despite not being red. His genuine, quick-thinking personality, along with always doing the right thing, is the kind of friend I'd want on my team. Favorite Blue episode? Five of a kind. You know the vibes. No, you know that's right, Five. (laughs) Uh, Ash at Deoxy360 said, Five of a kind is an excellent TJ episode. Out of all of the In Space Rangers that got a focus episode during that arc, TJ's episode is a standout episode. Our good pal Von Bomba at Mr. Cooper 92 said, Ethan is my all-time favorite Blue Ranger. I love how he's a computer nerd, but is willing to stand up for himself. When I watched him for the first time, I saw a lot of me in that character. Plus, his super dino mode is a good-looking design. Joshua Aaron Moore at Kentucky Jam said, Ethan, I relate to the character probably more than any other in all of Power Rangers. That type of character, geeky with swagger, has become something of a cliche, but at the time it was relatively uncommon to see on TV. Huge plus, his actor is an a head. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Oh boy. Over on Facebook, Midwest Tokusatsu replied, Sky hands down, had the best character development of any Blue Ranger. Christian Yeager said, Lucas and Eddie. I'm sorry, for a second, I was like, who's Eddie? And then I remembered. (laughs) All right. Oh, no. (laughs) Uh, Like most of the fandom. (laughs) Uh, Sorry. That's why there's no Hyper Force Season 2. Who the heck is that? (sighs) Makes me sad. Ron Green said, Lucas and Chad. And then moving over to Instagram, we have Orange Ranger SPD7. My favorite is Dino Thunder Blue. Awesome JC4 said, I know it's a cheat, but Reflections 1 and 2, it's not a cheat. Reflections is one story, no matter how many episodes it is. Yep. Reflections 1 and 2 from my boy Sky. It really takes a good look at why he is the way he is, and even though he goes red to avenge his dad, it's still a great set of episodes for my favorite Blue Ranger. Power Ranger Chronicles said, ooh, tough question. Mine would have to be Ranger Blue from RPM, if for no other reason than the Q&A scene at the beginning. ADR5678 underscore said, TJ and Tori. And finally, we have Jungle Karma Pippa with her favorite episode of uh, Jungle Fury, which is Can't Win Them All. That is a very strong Theo-focused episode. Mm Mm-hmm. So I think that's going to be pretty much it for us. 
I guess stay tuned next Saturday for when we comment on reflections, which that's still blowing my mind. I know. I have a vivid memory of us watching that two-parter together. I, I, I don't know. I don't know. Oh, it's so weird. Anyway. I'm for um, sure yeah. going to double check, but I, I looked in the show notes. I looked on my Rangers commentary chart. Uh, I looked on the website. Did we start a Twitter poll? Like, did we? <laughs> are, are we all sharing this same delusion world? <laughs> did we already do a commentary for reflections? Yes. But I mean, we, we, we've had moments like that before where I've sworn we recorded commentaries. It's like, no, we haven't. Okay, well, let's do it again. So, or for the first time, I should say. <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's definitely not let's do it again. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, look look forward to it because it's going to be a great uh, commentary on a couple of great episodes for Sky. Exactly, yes. If that is it, I do want to highlight something that is in the works right now between Doug and myself. I don't want to give too much away, but I think everyone knows where it's going. It's that time again. It's that time for Power Rangers Survivor. Yes. That's all I know. Don't ask me anymore. <laughs> I just know the theme song. So Power Rangers Survivor is going to make a return in December next month. We are planning to do kind of like what we did last year, but different. So we're definitely going to do another kind of like pre-show episode where we talk a little bit about the new format of the season, as well as introduce the cast. Him and I have already chosen the cast, so that's why things are going to be different. Like, usually we have, like, a whole part of the episode just figuring out our cast. This time, things are going to be a little bit more planned, and we are actually going to do another live stream for Power Rangers Survivor. We promise it is not going to be five hours like last time. We are streamlining the process where we're condensing the whole season to two hours, maybe two and a half hours max. And how we're going to do that is we've already have all the games lined up. We have the whole season planned out. But what we don't know is the decisions. We're going to gamify it more. So that means more dice rolls. We're really letting the dice determine what's going to happen to the characters and really guide us to a random winner. Cause I know when we try to talk about some decisions, maybe a little bit of our own uh, character bias uh, is in there, but we have a great cast of uh, 20 this year of Rangers from all over the multiverse of power Rangers. And I will tease that the setting is something that was in the comics and has a lot of potential to kind of go back to basics for Power Rangers Survivor. I know the past couple ones we've done things like, oh, Shattered Survivor and villains versus heroes and haters and, and all of that. But uh, we're really going to a back to basics. Uh, we pulled not just Rangers. We've got some a couple support characters. We've got couple villains thrown in the mix and it's no gimmicks it's just a straight season of survivor i think it'll be an entertaining live stream we're still nailing down the date of of when that's going to happen but 
it, it is our yearly tradition and time slipped away from us a bit this year, but that doesn't matter because doesn't survivor usually start in the winter anyways, like the second half of the year. I think they do. Anywho, we're doing another Power Ranger Survivor. That's what I'm trying to say. <laughs> uh, so look out for that. Uh, more details to come. We're definitely going to make it a little bit more interactive as well in the live stream. So once all those details are ironed out, we will for sure let everyone know. And it's going to be a great time. So when we do announce it, I hope that uh, people can join us. So, Ranger Nation, let us know what you think. If you have questions, you can email us at rangercommandpowerhour at gmail.com or check us out at rangercommand.com. We're on Twitter at rangercommandph and on Instagram and Facebook at rangercommandpowerhour, all one word. If you can, please support the show by checking out some of our links, check out our Patreon, and definitely, like, if you can, it would be really great if we had some more reviews on iTunes or Apple Podcasts. If you can, that would be wonderful. We'd love to get that five-star review, five-star rating. If you love Ranger Command, if this is an essential part of your listening, because this has been like the only consistent thing for me in 2020. <laughs> so we really appreciate everyone who listens and thanks again until next time until next Saturday, when we uh, do a commentary on reflections, uh, we'll catch you all later. Bye everybody. Bye. Join us next time. Thanks for listening. You've been listening to the Ranger command power hour only on the four eyed radio network. You can catch a new episode every other Saturday. Find us on the morphin grid at www dot rangercommand.com follow us on twitter at rangercommandph like us on facebook and instagram at rangercommandpowerhour ranger command is also on patreon become a patron by pledging as much or as little as you like every month and receive cool perks by pledging you are helping us make our show even better go to patreon.com slash rangercommandph to learn more Thanks for listening.